On today's show, after an actual rain delay inside the American Airlines Center, the Dallas Mavericks win against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and Luke only scored 15 points. How did the Mavs find another way to win a game? We'll talk about that. The antics between Luka and Pat Bev. All kinds of crazy stuff down the stretch. We'll break it all down on tonight's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Oh. Oh. Let it ride. Let it ride. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can follow the show. Help us get to 12,000 subs. Should our goal be 12,000 by the playoffs? I think so. How far are we away? We're like 800. 800 subs away. Ooh, that's a a good little chunk. It can be done. That would require the listeners to share it, though. And for the 50% of you or whatever that are listening right now that are not subscribed, please subscribe. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer and contributor at Mavs.com, the Pat Bev Bro, the One More Thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Don't be calling me the Pat Bev Bro. The Pat Don't Bev be Believer? Um, well, shout out to all the people who stayed safe in the storm. Ooh, I, was, yes. I was supposed to go this game, but then I got home after work and uh, was with the fam. And then all the, the warnings started hitting and tornado warnings and all of that. So uh, there's... No way on earth I could have walked out of my house with my kids and wife in the bathtub. With your two toddlers and waiting. It's like, see you guys, I'm going to see uh, Luca. Uh, have fun. Uh, couldn't be that big of a jerk, but watched it on the TV. We have the best broadcast crew in the game. Absolutely. With with Falwell and even Harp's, you know, funny comments. Don't but say even Harp. Get out of here with your even Harp. I said, Harp. Even his his funny comments. Harp is a gem, and I love he is. Harp. Franchise legend. Literally, his jersey is retired. Uh, but the ceiling is the roof. Is The roof is leaking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. I want to talk about the game first because there is a moment mm. in this game that showed the Mavs can win a game in another way. Ooh, a new way. Because we just haven't seen, we've seen this Mavs team win all these different games. They've won all these clutch games. And we're just continue to see the Mavs win another way. They won a game with Dwight Powell leading them in scoring. <laughs> They won a game playing through Dwight Powell at times. He had 22 points. Luka only had 15. And the Mavs won. And it came down to the last, the, to the fourth quarter, right? There's all this kind of back and forth. We'll break down the, the rest of the game. But Dwight, their leading scorer, fouls out with three minutes and 23 seconds left. Mavs call timeout. They're down by three. They had a 16-point you know, lead at some point in the third quarter. And they put in Luka, Brunson, Dorian, Bullock, and Maxie. Maxie had a really tough offensive game in this one. But they wanted to have those two wings, and they wanted to have Luka and Brunson in there. And then they put those guys back in after the timeout. Dwight had fouled out. They're down by three. Dorian gets a drive, buzzer beater drive. Mm. <laughs> and he has to just Big put time up. drive. He doesn't make that drive his rookie year. He doesn't make that drive his second year, his third year. He doesn't make that drive his third year. I mean, his maybe his fourth year. Like this guy, that is something that he has developed, right? To be yeah. able to be run off the three-point line and to drive into the paint. He just he's added that to his game, and it's been awesome. Pat Bev misses a corner three. Dorian gets the rebound. Then Luca drives on Towns after an ISO. He hits a layup at the buzzer that was a, a 
wild shot he had to throw up with all kinds of English. Then Jalen Noel on the other side. Remember him in the last game against the Wolves? He went absolutely off in the last game. This game, not yeah. so much. But he he almost had a layup, and it rimmed out. Just complete toilet bowl all the way around the rim and out. That ball was he, like in, too. Huge rebound by Jalen Brunson, right? Get big, JB! Absolutely. He only he had, he had three rebounds. This one was the biggest one. <laughs> he gets yeah. that board. And then Noel fouls him. And in doing so, it's minute 14 left. The Mavs are up 107 to 103. Kid gets the sub in, uh, Maxi for for Brunson, or no? It, it's 104 to 103 after that after that foul. He gets to put in Dinwiddie for Maxi, mm. which is which is a big like offense defense sub right there. They get to go small, right? They they go they go back small. Luca misses this huge step back. Dorian gets the offensive rebound because Dorian is a great offensive rebounder. Good morning, Isaac. And then Luca drives and kicks back over to Dorian for a three. They're up 107 to 103. So that that two minute stretch right there in crunch time in the clutch when the Mavs were down, they they started that after the timeout down by three. They ended it up by uh, up by four. Huge huge stretch right there, and the Mavs just showed resolve. They showed resilience. They showed that even though Luca couldn't get anything going tonight, he was five of seventeen from the field, three of eleven from three. It wasn't just Luca bailing them out. So you have that sequence, and then like there, nothing you know, ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> but even adding to that, you know, then you had Reggie's big shot in, in the corner, same spot as Dorian. It was almost like this day yeah, shot. Yeah, comes 30, thirty seconds later. He hits that three. They go up one hundred and ten to one hundred and five. Yeah, and it just it went back to Mike. All right, these same players that for some fans will go back and forth like, oh, these players suck. And then the next game is like, oh, we love Reggie and Dorian when they hit the big shots. It's like th- this is what if the Mavericks, if the outside shooters, if Dorian and Reggie and these guys are hitting the outside shot, they're almost unbeatable because for sure, Luke, Luca will uh, will be Luca and Luca can get his buckets. And it's like it's almost an automatic that these guys will get open shots. They just have to knock them down. They weren't doing it earlier in the game. You know, the Mavericks struggle from three most of this game. At one point, they're into 20. Well, they got right, <laughs> 14 of 46 from three in this game. But Oof. when it mattered the most, two of those 14 threes was late and it won them the game. Yeah. When they hit those, like you said, when they hit those threes, they can win games. They had they were even only three of 12 from three in the in the fourth quarter. This Mavericks team, again, the same way that they won that Celtics game the other day, they only won one quarter out of this game. The Timberwolves won the first quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter. The Mavs only won that second quarter, and and that was enough for them. That that was all they needed to do. Um, Are we concerned about Luka? No. Not at all, right? No, because, you know, the Philly game on Friday, he had an off game. You know, it's like, you know, he alternated. It's like off game on Friday, and then he had a big time bounce back game against Charlotte. And it's like, you know, I referenced this over the weekend, but, you know, after that Friday game in which he shot under 30%, Bobby Corrala tweeted out, he's like, hey, he's only shot under 30% three times that season. The Philly game was the fourth time. And two of those three times, he's came back the next game and put up 40 points. So he's like, all right, he's going to bounce back probably. Well, Here's another game. This is the fifth game this season that he shot <laughs> under thirty percent. Houston, <laughs> Houston um, on Wednesday is they're screwed. He, yeah, so he, I mean he was right at twenty nine percent, but the difference was there was help tonight. I mean there were six players in double figures. Five of the uh, five other players outside of Luca in this game that had double figures. 
That's the type of game that, what a complete opposite of the Charlotte game. Isaac, do you know that that hasn't happened in Mavs history since 1989? <laughs> to have six players score 15 plus points. So Powell had 22, Dinwiddie had 20, Bullock had 18, and then Brunson, Dorian, and and and, uh, and Luca had all had 15 each. Can you name any of the players from 1989? <laughs> well, I think somebody tweeted it out. Um... I'm gonna Go say, ahead. Name any of the players. Name any of the players. Rolando Blackman. Rolando Blackman. I'm, I'm going to go with our guy Harp. Harp. I'm going to go with uh, Tarpley. Oh, stop it. You're looking at the... You're looking at um, I'm going to go lo- with... You're looking at the tweet. The Steel. The North Carolina. Sam Perkins. Um, uh, pff, off the top of my head. <laughs> Brad Davis. And Adrian Dantley? Wow! Five, six for six. Is that right? Okay, I Amazing. Didn't. That's when the Mavs won that game, was that stretch down there. They won it by team play, right? It wasn't just Luka bailing him out. It was the team playing. Six guys scoring 15 points or more. First time that's happened since 1989. And the Mavs won a game in a different way. With team play and with only winning one quarter, basically. And with Dwight leading yeah. them in scoring. Coming up, we'll get into this game. Another delay for the Mavs. The second time that they've had a delay, and they're 2-0 and in these games. Is there something to it? We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online has everything that you need to be a sports fan right now. The NCAA tournament is raging on. Isaac, your UNC Tar Heel Cats are still in it. Go. They Bruins are still are next, in baby. It. Go check it out on Bet Online. There's all kinds of different odds and lines and props and things and fun stuff to look at. Tell there me what is... the Baylor does. Baylor have odds? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they keep uh, the losers bracket odds. I don't think they keep that. Um, Take that, Chip and Joe. <laughs> you know, my mother-in-law was like, "I want Baylor to win." We we're like, "I was like, oh, why? Because Chip and Joanna live there." <laughs> This pod oh is brought to you by Magnolia. No, no, just kidding, guys. North Carolina is a two two point favorite against UCLA, or two point underdog against UCLA in their next game. If you feel confident, or you can pick St. Peter's, who is a twelve and a half point underdog. The Peacocks, baby, ride the Peacocks. We're, we're at PFFL. <laughs> ride the Peacocks. Go check it out. <laughs> Bet online. Head to the website. Use your mobile device today to find the, all the trends in action. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Also, want to tell you about the best thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. That's Athletic Greens. Mm. It's incredible. <laughs> I've been using it. I've been using it now for a couple weeks, and I feel better. I fe- I know. I love the peace of mind of knowing that no matter what I eat that day, I got all the vitamins and you know all the minerals and things that I that my body needs. I know I have the probiotic. Uh, it's been working my system. It's been, it's been working my system. It's been helping me out. And uh, go check out uh, go check out Athletic Greens. The product AG1 is incredible. It has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics in one eight-ounce drink. You just put the powder in a drink. You just shake it up. It's super quick, super easy, Can and you it helps you, you shake out. It? You, want me, you want me to show you <laughs> I have it right here. This is the one I drank today. Shake it up. <laughs> Look at that. This is the one I drank today. <laughs> check it out athletic greens use the promo code uh nba network go to athleticgreens.com slash nba network that's athleticgreens.com slash nba network to get a free one-year supply of moon sorting immune supporting vitamin <laughs> vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase athletic greens 
<laughs> All right, Isaac Harris. <laughs> Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen for your next listen. <laughs> Check out the Lockdown Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac. I come into the game today, and I, I I ventured out into the into the storm, into the rain. I checked and made sure okay, the sirens had stopped in, around Dallas. I live in Oakland, so I'm really close to you know the I'm like two miles from the arena, and uh, you know the sirens were going off. I was about to leave, and then all of a sudden I checked and got to check Pete Delkis, got to check, got to check WFAA and check our guy Pete. And he had it all covered for us. He was he was showing us all the you know places it's going to go, where the rotation is of the the, hurt, the tornado that happened in Dallas, and who's going to check in next and sub in, and and all that stuff. He was talking about whether Luca should distribute more or whether he should drive or you know take threes. And so then I go to the arena, and as soon as I get out of my car, it starts pouring rain, just absolutely pouring. And I get to the arena, I'm soaked. And I'm just sitting there. My jacket, my jacket was so soaked, I couldn't wear it the rest of the game. I tried to put it on the back of my chair, and that was it. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I see Nico Harrison around the Wolves bench, and I'm saying, "What is going on? Why is Nico Harrison hanging out around the Bulls? Bull, you know, the Wolves bench? Is he just tampering? Like, what's he doing? He's just hanging out around there. They're looking around. There's a bunch of people over there, but it's it's pregame, so there's just always people everywhere." And then they go through their pregame, you know, the routine. They announce everybody. They announce all the Mavs. And then all of a sudden, Nico's still over there. And there's a bunch of guys over there. And there's all these dudes with walkie-talkies just over there. Just all these dudes with walkie-talkies just looking up. And so I looked up. And I could see from my seat. I sit in, like, the 123 section in the lower bowl. And I'm, like, right in front of it. And I look up. And I see. I, I tweeted a video out. Go at Nick Van Exit and go check out the video of the leak coming down. There's a literal leak that's just dripping, drip. Drip, 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 like very consistently drip, drip, water drip, 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 coming from the ceiling and just dripping right at the end of the Wolves bench. And so Chris, our, our friend Chris Arnold, friend of the show, says, there will be a delay for five minutes. You got time to get something to eat. And then they wait for five minutes and they're like, there will be a delay for 15 minutes. And then they delay it again for 15 minutes. And then the you know they end up starting the game and it was still leaking. It was still leaking during the game while it was happening. Eventually, in the middle of the second quarter, it stopped. Uh, and it was fine, but uh, that was the weirdest delay I think I've ever seen. It was like a literal rain delay in, in a game inside. Because you can't like get up there and fix it during the game. No, because so. it, it wasn't like there was. <laughs> there's a couple catwalks up there, right, where there's the yeah. lighting and the rigs and stuff. And this was not in an area where you could just go up there and go on the rigs. I don't know how they got it fixed. Maybe somebody went on top of the stadium and fixed it that way. Ooh, in the storm. I guess. Like, listen, you better get up there. Because it rained the whole game. It's not like it stopped. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was another wild way. You remember the, the game a little while ago where the, they had the rim that was tilted and they had a delay for that. And now you had a delay for this. And the Mavs won both of those games. So there's something to it. Um, but the Mavs did come out to a, kind of a slow start. They were down 29 to, to 23 at the beginning of the first quarter. And the pace was fast. I said this in the, in the, the podcast we talked about on Monday. If the pace was going to be super fast, then it was going to favor the Wolves because the Wolves play super fast and Mavs play super slow. And at the beginning, it was super fast and it was in favor of the Wolves. Yeah, super fast. You know, it it became physical. We knew actually, you know, Beverly's antics wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be like all until the game. fourth. Yeah, he, yeah. He, until the fourth, he really just leaned into it. Well, I he can't because he he'll fall out. He can't. He just can't guard Luca a whole game, right? Are we sure though? Because he doesn't get called for crap. It feels like, 
Like I just don't I I don't understand. I just I don't understand. I don't understand how he didn't get a tech, especially at the end. The air punch. There's I mean, we were talking about before the pod. It's like how some players get away with the air punch when Port I mean, we know this because Porzingis having him in the playoffs and he all that. He got ejected. Yeah, it's like people get Luca gets text for this all the time. And it's much frustrating. Oh well. But yes, they they played super fast. You know, Dallas, how they defended towns, I thought was interesting. I thought Dwight played him pretty well, but they brought the double on him a lot. It's the same and, way they I mean, did to Embiid. It, yeah, this is what they, they did to Embiid. I mean, they did against Durant. They're they're trying I don't know if it's like, hey, we're trying this out to see if it will work in the playoffs, or you know, obviously it bothered Durant a little bit and him talking about a postgame, but I don't know. I I wonder if this is a sustainable thing of hey the the best player on the other team if it's a big or a you know a bigger wing we're gonna bring this double all the time. Well, the problem is that like Anthony Edwards just shrinks in some games, right? Like there's moments where he just he seems like oh dang you're like the most talented yeah. player on the floor, and then there's other times where I'm just like oh dang Anthony Edwards has been on the floor for the last seven minutes and I didn't notice him at all you're like wait is that Wiggins or yeah no kind of it, it seems like that at times and he's Top draft, draft pick in Minnesota you see him in person though you just look at him and you go oh you could you could literally play any sport you wanted <laughs> that is that is an, one athletic dude he's so just, good yeah just looking at him it just already like developed body and like man he is he is different athlete but he you know he went five of 13 from the field and just had 19 points D'Angelo Russell Early had had you know I think he had ten points in the first quarter only finished with eighteen so it's not like yeah. those guys are killing you you're able to double towns if those other guys aren't beating you and if on the Mavs side you should say kind of the same thing like okay we'll double Luca and then who else is going to beat you well in this game other guys beat you right Dinwiddie had twenty points Dwight was the one that really beat them off of the double because you would double up or they would just run a, a a simple pick and roll and then Cat would have to come up and help because either it's Russell or somebody that's stuck in that pick and roll now and Dwight got the you know the, the dunk over. Dwight was 8 of 8. Dwight's not taking jumpers. <laughs> Dwight's not taking any floaters. He's not Thank taking God. anything tough. He's just finishing around the rim and that's he was the release valve for the double again and it worked out really well. Yeah, I literally I texted you in the middle in the middle of the game and I I made it, it was one of my notes in the first half is like Dwight was getting the ball in the paint nonstop. A lot. It's like not even just, you know, off the pick and roll as the roll man of, hey, he's just like going through the paint. Like, hey, we're going to get it to him. Not post ups. They were just actively getting him the ball in the paint. And he has gotten a lot better at like not avoiding contact, taking on the contact and ones. Like, it's like he's gotten right. a lot of and ones this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know he gets hit in the face? Or I think I was the first one to know that he gets hit in the face. You know, there was something defensively that I made a note of from the very beginning that they started the game with Vanderbilt on Luka. And I love Vanderbilt. Like he's one of my favorite, like underrated dudes in the league. But I thought it was interesting. I made a note. I'm like, oh, okay, they're going with length, right? Like they're not yep. going to go with Peverly right off the bat. They'll go with the length, the bigger guy. But it wasn't even like, you know, Edwards. Beverly would have fouled out in the first quarter. <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting. And Vanderbilt almost fouled out in the first quarter. So. He, uh, right. So, <laughs> so he was he out. Was playing, really, he, he played really aggressive, too. Like, he just came out and yeah. he was getting in Luca's grill. He probably he probably heard from Beverly. Beverly was like, hey, the thing with Luca is you got to really force him and really get in his grill. And he's like, hey, thanks. I got 3,000 in the first quarter. <laughs> Yes, 
but no, I, you know, they put Bev on, uh, on Brunson and I thought that was key. I was like, okay, maybe they're trying to like take Brunson out and then just like do the whole Luca thing. But Brunson, I, I thought Brunson had a pretty dang good game. I mean, I think yeah, he, he had a, he had the highest plus minus in this game at a plus 18 in it, you know, in a game that, you know, we were just talking about the Charlotte game and it's like, bro, we need more from you. Like you, you have to do more in a game like the Charlotte game. And he comes out tonight. I know he only had 15, but he played a better game tonight than what he played in Charlotte. It was a good little bounce back performance for him. Yeah. He didn't have any assists, you know, only 15 points, but he had six of his 10 shots, hit a three, went to the line, hit both of his free throws. And he was just, just solid, right? Like he was just a solid player. You could, you could rely on him to get a couple of big baskets and that's what you needed. And when he was out there, the Mavs were better. Um, Coming up, there's so much more to get into this game. The Luca, the you know, the Pat Bev back and forth stuff. Um, we do not usually talk about the referees in games. That is not something we have tried to do. But I think Sometimes. We, but I think we have to. We'll do it coming up on Lockdown Mavs. Before we do, let me tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, what do you know about your car? Huh? You know this? You know if it's an SE? Mm. An SL? An L? You taking an L? Is it a W? You got a Hummer? You got a Hum 1? Give me your number. What's your number? Can I have it? Can I have your number? And then... Then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I don't know. And then the person behind the counter finally figures it out. And then they just order it themselves on their computer. You could have just ordered it on your computer. Go check it out. RockAuto.com. They have everything that you need for your car or truck. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They've been doing this. Why would you want to choose 30%, 50%, even 100% more to get the same parts from somewhere else? Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in your How Did You Hear About Us box. And they sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. This game had this game had so much in it. I think you and I could probably go an hour on this game. Um, this game had so much in it. We talked about Brunson. We talked about how Luca you know struggled at times in this game. 15 points. He had eight turnovers in this game, and he four of them in the first quarter. It was just it was rough in the first quarter. He just didn't have it going. Um, didn't score a point. His first points were with five minutes and 11 seconds to go in the first half. Second quarter, yeah, that brutal, was wild. Brutal start for him. But they stayed in it the whole game. It's like that was so encouraging. It was, and it was because of Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, honestly. Oh, my God. Love this guy. Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie and Brunson allowed them to stay in these games when Luka is off the court. It's just that we're just going to keep repeating it because he can get his own basket. He only went one of six from three, but seven of 12 from um, from inside, which means he went, uh, yeah, which means he went six of six from inside, right? So he hit all of his shots inside the arc. And he had eight boards, three assists. Didn't have any turnovers, 20 points. That's incredible production off the bench. Yes, I'm trying to look up a stat from Dinwiddie as you were talking. It made me made me think, think about it. So Dinwiddie has attempted 68 free throws this season, not including tonight. So how many how many free throws did he shoot tonight? Eight? He shot like uh six. So five of, he went five of six. Okay. So he he shot 74 free throws this season. He has shot more more free throws this season than Maxi, than Reggie Bullock, than Josh Green, Nilakina, Trey Burke, and pretty much the rest of the team. How close he, is he to Brunson? 
Um, Brunson's at he's way up there. He's at 169. Okay. But nice. he's he's <laughs> yeah, he's very close to Dorian though. A guy who has played a ton of I mean, look, he's less than 10 away from Dorian. Dorian's played 2286 minutes for the Mavs this season. <laughs> Dinwiddie's played 408 and he's almost equaled him with free throw attempts. Now obviously they play two different styles, but I say all that to say what a difference it is to have somebody that can drive and get to the line. And there were multiple times tonight that he he is so good at drawing contact. He gets mad at himself because he doesn't convert the and ones yep. at the rate that he wants to. He had like two but, two opportunities this game where he could have. But he's so big that and he's so crafty and he's so smart when he drives that he knows how to draw the contact and get the foul. And it, it just it adds. I feel like we're a broken record with this. He yep. just adds a whole different dynamic to this team of having a guy who can drive to the basket and draw the foul and get to the line. It's it's changed this team. There are games when, like that Philly game was a Brunson game because you have to hit in the mid-range. You have to hit those little yeah. mid-range shots, the, the stuff around the post because you can't drive to the basket because Embiid is there, right? The Utah games are kind of like that too. You can't just drive to the basket and – but this is this was a Dinwiddie game, right? This is a game that even at the beginning of the game, the first quarter, I noticed that they're kind of weak inside. If it's you know, especially Vanderbilt is out, and if it's just Towns, like you can get around Towns, and you can yeah. you can beat him to the rim. Uh, he's not going to recover the same way that Gobert or Embiid or you know one of those guys can. And uh, you know, I thought their best rim protector was um, was Nas Reed. Like, <laughs> Nas Reed, yeah. Um, I kind of like no, him. Yeah, Nasri I thought had some some really good good plays in, inside, and uh, and then but they only played him ten minutes and it was just all towns and so when you can get past towns you can get to the rim and so Dinwiddie took advantage of it. Can we give a shout out to the uh, stretch of basketball in which they were running uh, the whole offense through Torian Prince? Just it was it was a <laughs> very weird situation where at <laughs> halftime Torian Prince was the leading scorer of the Wolves, and Dwight Powell was the leading scorer of the Mavs. <laughs> And they were literally running the offense through both of those players. Like they were legit running it through Torian Prince. I'm like, shout out to Baylor. You eating. Ice, get off. It's not peaches. <laughs> My guy is a professional podcaster eating I, ice, eating, chewing ice in the middle. <laughs> I tried to take a drink and ice just happened to fall out of my cup. And what is I supposed to do? You only spit it back? <laughs> What was in the cup? Was it milk? <laughs> I don't put ice in my milk, by the way. Um, can we just pour one out for Maxi? This guy's struggling. With ice so. or without ice? <laughs> I'm about to pour this thing through the screen on you. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> um, some people are so annoyed. Some people think this is hilarious. Somebody already turned this off. Or listen, Ray's. Yeah, no, um, there's there's so many shots. I mean, like, Maxi is trying. <laughs> He's really He's really yeah. trying. And after the weekend where he actually shot 50% from three, he goes zero for six in this game. He had three assists. He had five boards. He had a block. His defense was necessary in this game. But on offense, it's it's rough. It's just there's, rough right now. There's going to be a game between now and the end of the year. He's going to hit four or five threes in a game. Yes. And everybody's going to freak out. Like I hope the it's bench, a playoff game. The bench is going to freak out. Like Jason Kidd was asked. I think it was Cato asked him after the game about Maxi, And he was like, hey, I'm happy that he, he keeps on shooting. And he even said it then. He's like, whenever he does hit, I'm I'm excited for how the teammates are going to react and everything. He's going to, you know, be the Bally Sports guy after the game. Yep, he's going to yep, talk to us media, yep. and he's going to talk about just pushing through because he's just he's in such a funk right now offensively 
I I mean, I just feel for him. And he's such a better, like, he's a better three-point shooter than this, right? I think yeah. that it's the same thing we did with Bullock at the beginning of the season. Like, guys, Bullock is not a 20% three-point shooter. In his career, he's been 40%. And Maxi has been a really, really good three-point shooter. Like he At certain points last year, he was shooting 50% from three. He was yeah. just absolutely on fire. And now, I mean, even with the stretch that he's been on, he's still shooting 34%, which shows how well he was shooting at the beginning of the season. Um, but after the game, Dorian mentioned it, too. He said, I can't wait for Maxi to get to catch on fire. And I think yeah. he will. And, and that's going to be a really big moment for the Mavs. And hopefully it's during a playoff game or a big moment or something like that. Yeah, because they, they just have to play him. Like, I think I missed they that do. one. They the don't weekend have any there's no There's no other choice because he he just provides that. He's going to be in their closing lineup probably because he can defend, he can switch, and all of that. I do think there was a moment tonight that I, I was sitting there saying, go small. Just go extra small. Put Dorian at the five. Was it the 30 and seconds that Jason Kidd decided to go it small? It wasn't, wasn't the 30 seconds. <laughs> but I was just telling myself a few times as I'm like, put Dorian at the five and dare them to post up towns on Dorian. Yeah. It's yep. like, I would almost just like take that and trap and do whatever over just the funk that Maxi was in. But yeah, it's fine. It's and, not fine, but I'm like, I think he'll get past and it. And Marquise Chris is not the answer because I saw a couple of people clamoring for him to play. I don't know why he was. I mean, he played Towns great, you know, earlier in the season. We, and, uh, we agreed, though, yesterday that we said he's probably not going to play. They're probably going to go smaller and, you know, decide not to play him for whatever reason. But it'd be interesting to see. It wasn't an injury thing. He got a DMPCD in this game. So guess they just elected not to play him. They elected not to play him. Uh, Dobbs Bertans was out in this game. He wouldn't. I don't know if he would have made it. He would not no. have made a difference. I don't know if he would have played. But uh, this is the playoff rotation, I think. Um, I don't think Frank's probably playing in the playoff six, rotation. I think he played six minutes. Yeah, I I think I think some of it could be matchup dependent, but yeah, I think I mean I think there's a clear. It's crazy that I think Josh Green has solidified the A spot as a. I just said this yesterday. And you said I don't think he's gonna play in the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think he's playing like big minutes in the playoffs. No, I, <laughs> that's what I said yesterday. Okay, let me backtrack. It's okay. It's tw- we do it daily. It's, it's okay to forget what we said. It's 12 <laughs> minutes. It's 12 minutes like a locked-in part of the rotation compared to like Dinwiddie Maxi's over 20 minutes off the bench. That's my thing. So, I mean, there are, there are going to be some playoff games he doesn't play probably. That's my thing. Are you surprised if he doesn't play in a playoff game? No, no. I'm not surprised. So, I'm unless- surprised he's playing the minutes he's playing right now because he's <laughs> he's come on so strong late and he's actually his minutes have been good. Yeah. Today no. he had a block, a steal, two assists, and two rebounds. Um, before we get off here, quick standings update. Yeah. Cause this was huge. Before this game was over, Big. Utah Utah lost. Thank you, I'm KD. Like, I'm like, man, if we lose this game on a night that Utah you know loses, then uh so yeah, Utah lost. Dallas obviously beat Minnesota, so stretches that you know, that gap between Dallas and Minnesota to two and a half games. Minnesota had a chance to get within a half game of Dallas in the fifth seed. And instead they fall back to seventh <laughs> because they lost yeah. in Denver. Denver won two or no Denver didn't play tonight. And um, I think you on yesterday's pod, I think you laid out what Minnesota's upcoming schedule looks like. And it's not a very easy. Yeah. Minnesota, I think Minnesota I think next so. they play Phoenix and then they have the Mavs again. And then I remember they had Toronto yeah, they play Phoenix on Wednesday. They play the Mavs again on Friday, obviously. Boston on Sunday at Boston. 
Mm. That one's tough for that'll be tough for them because they have guys that can light it up. Then uh then that next Wednesday they play Toronto and then Friday, April first, they play at Denver. So at Boston, at so Phoenix, Dallas, Boston, at Toronto, at Denver. That is a really <laughs> that, rough stretch. Dude, that Denver, Minnesota game could have major play in <laughs> who's gonna be in the play in vibes there. Cause we could be in a world to where next Monday Dallas is a uh, is the four seed. We could. Yep. So when the Mavs play, yeah, Mavs play Utah coming up soon, and that's going to be a, a big game as well. Uh, the Mavs have to have a better record than the Jazz because they're not going to have a tiebreaker. You can't just tie with them. Yeah, and they are looking good in the tiebreaker for Minnesota. I think. I think we're winning the season series two one. Two one now. Yep. Then right. We have one more game. So let's get that dub and, on Friday. And I ran into Falwell after the game and was talking to him. And he said the Mavs, if even if they tie with Minnesota, they'll still have the tiebreaker because of the amount of conference wins they have. And I was like, this is a thing Falwell would know that I don't know off the top of my head. Of course he knows this. Of course he would know that. <laughs> um, by the way, best broadcaster in the game right now. I saw Andy Bailey oh, tweet right. that out and I was like, I just, I agree. Yeah, Greg. Uh, I mean, I saw a soccer highlight the other day and I'm like, <laughs> is this? Is this Mark during the, during the Mavs season? <laughs> I know, man. He Killing he's it. so talented. Killing it. There you go. That's where the Mavs are. They're a game back from Utah. They're two games up on the Nuggets, and then they're two and a half games up on the Timberwolves now for the seventh seed and out of the play-in. So it's still so tight, though. Anything can happen in this next stretch. We'll have you covered every single day on Locked On Mavs, and uh, we'll probably even do a, like a a playoffs dash or something like that. Well, we'll just do every pod until the playoffs. Oh, um, really? Just, well, eventually, not this week, but eventually we will do that. So stick around for that. Guys, Let's thanks so much go. for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Lockout Maps. Peace out. Boom.